We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN on a Tuesday where we saw snow, rain, hail. Everything has been falling from the skies here in western New York. Hopefully, you've kept yourself dry, you've kept yourself safe. You know, I always fear that first snowfall of the year when people forget how to drive in western New York. I, I do. It, it's You know it's coming. You know it's coming. Uh, we are talking about Social Security, and it's in the news because of the increase. And, and I, I have to say, you know, I have people say, Joe, you repeat yourself. Joe, you already said that. Well, I have to keep repeating myself because if you just turned on your radio and heard me talking about, um, you know, Social Security, is it sustainable, uh, higher taxes, all this, you would think, oh, is he against Social Security? Does he want him to rip my Social Security from me? No. That's not what I'm saying. If you're paying into it, if you're currently receiving Social Security, I don't think anything should be done. I don't think anything should be taken from you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is there a realistic, a reasonable, however you want to word it, plan to either restructure Social Security for those for, for those of us that are, you know, a few decades away, or is there a way to gradually in the Social Security program, if that's necessary. And I'm asking for your insight at 803-0930. I'm also asking you, do you have an age where you want to retire? And what is the plan you are using to make sure you retire by that age? And did you stay working till 65 and you were that person? I don't want to go to work. I hate going to my job. But you did it because of health insurance? Should there be a program to bridge Health insurance for those that have retired before 65 and don't have um, another program to jump on. 803-0930, star 930. We will start with Justin in Silver Creek, who has been very patient holding through the news. Justin, thank you so much for hanging on. Thank you, Beamer. You're doing a great job. I appreciate it. Um, Yep. So I was just calling to say I'm 40, and uh, for a long, long time I've heard that uh, I might not even have Social Security when I come to the retirement. I believe my retirement is... It, 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 the, the younger you are, the older is 72 that I would be able to retire at, at 72 years old, which is, is, is kind of ridiculous, you know, like, like, and I, I don't understand why that, why it wouldn't be a, a constant age for everyone, why they got to keep pushing it back. It's, it's a completely unfair, but I digress. I, I don't plan on uh, retiring at all. I eventually I'll, I'll quit 
or uh, resign from my job that I have now, and uh, I'll probably work part-time, probably for, for the duration, as long as I can keep moving. I think that's uh, a good idea anyways, just to keep, you know, active and social, you know, within the community and everything like that. But um, there's a real possibility that the social security that we're talking about may not exist for you and me, and it might be far, far different, like 20, 30, 20, 30 years down the line, you know? So that's Justin, that's what it sounds like. And I'm like you, I can't see myself ever not working, you know, and I need a little structure in my life. Um, but I've heard the same thing. I mean, it, it seems as long as I can remember following the news, it, people are talking about Social Security not being here, not being uh, you know, sustainable. And uh, those discussions 20, 30 years later haven't gone away. Right. And uh, um, and I, I think that, like, you know, I think it, I think a lot of things are, are going to have to be re- restructured like social security and a lot of different things like with the government. I, and, and, and honestly, I think, and I don't know when it's going to happen or, or who's going to pull the trigger. I think we need to really start thinking about like a different political party in general, you know, because of all the, the division and all the, you know, one way this way, one way that way. But I, I think that like, you know, staying in, the realm of, of capitalism and, and the realm of, of, of government and democracy, like the, a lot of our system needs to be changed because it, it's, it's not working. Oh, Justin, that is, you know, as we get closer and closer to Election Day, that is definitely a topic I would like to bring back. And I appreciate you bringing it up, Justin. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Justin in Silver Creek opens a line for you at 803-0930. Star 930 in the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 803-0930. And maybe what Justin said is is kind of my mindset, you know, because I've always heard that uh, Social Security won't be there or there's a good chance it won't be there, you know, from people that I perceive to be uh, intelligent people and especially on the matter. You know, we hear that as someone who's 34, I've heard it for, as I said, a majority of the time that I've been paying attention to news and Yes, I was a news nerd when I was in middle school. I, I listened to I listened and watched a lot of news, um, and it's always been a topic of conversation. Like I said, politicians will talk about it when it conveniences them, when it's something politically um, politically acceptable for them to say. But once they get to Congress, it, it's like term limits. It completely goes away. They, it, it fell off in their luggage from uh, their state to Washington D.C. And, you know, here we are stuck with Social Security. Here we are stuck with taxes potentially going up, a system that, you know, is supposed to be uh, fully funded, you know, self-funding, um, but it's been, you know, it's been abused uh, in the past or maybe currently. Uh, and there's a good possibility that if we don't do something, it won't be there for those of us who are also paying into it, you know, and I I don't want to get upset with anyone that says, uh, you know, the program that I've paid into my whole life. And like I said, I agree. Social Security shouldn't be taken away from anyone who's paid into it. But I paid into it for the last 20, 18 years that I've been working. And, you know, in 30 years, there is a chance that it won't be there. There is a chance that the program I paid into helped fund the system is today won't be there when I'm 65 or when I'm 70. But like Justin, I don't see myself just not working ever again. You know, I mean, I, he, he, I think he said it perfectly. I'm probably never going to retire. 
I might go part-time. You know, I think staying active, as long as you can stay active, is, uh, is very important. Um, and I would plan to do that and check back with me in 31 years. I'll tell you if I'm still doing that. But I, I think the discussion has to be there. And, you know, we're not going to get an honest discussion out of anyone in Washington because, well, anything they say is going to be slanted with a political bias. But, you know, I like to think that the audience at WBEN, very reasonable, rational people, that we can have a few ideas, and so far we have, of, you know, a way to restructure Social Security, a way to either gradually get rid of it or, like I said, completely restructure it. But either option we go with, either way we go with Social Security, you know, we can't just rip it away from people who are currently collecting or people who have paid into it most of their careers. That's, that's obvious. So 803-0930, start 930, and I'll bring that, those questions in about your experience with retirement. Maybe you are, you're my age, and maybe you have an age that you want to retire. And what will you do to make sure that's the age that you retire? Does that mean throwing more money into retirement now or in the final few years of working? And for those of you that are retired or are approaching retirement do you still like being at work or are you still working because of health insurance and the fact that you can't get Medicare until you're 65? Is that what's keeping you at work? Or maybe you don't have that magic number in your 401k that you wanted to have when you're retired. 803-0930, star 930. That is the number. Let's go to Bob in Niagara County. Hey, Bob. Yes. Uh, my question to you is, um, <clears throat> I know there's a lot of people that uh, collect Social Security that never paid into it. Uh, I know some instances that uh, some people that were handicapped and they got to a certain age and they put them on uh, Social Security. I, I have no problem with that, but my, my thought is, why doesn't the government uh, do something different um, for the people that never paid into it, uh, either add a 1% tax on the federal tax and that money would strictly go for people that uh, are handicapped and have to go on some type of uh, Social Security. Uh, you know, they always talk about it, it, Social Security is going broke. Well, I think that's a lot of it because there's a lot of people that are collecting that never put into it. So, so a separate system that would be taken from a separate tax so that the two separate funds, you have a fund that you paid into that you take away from, and then you have another fund for those who can't work um, that will make sure that they are uh, covered in their later years. Right, right. Bob, that's the first I've heard uh, of something like that. We'll see what the listeners think. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I know that I know a lot of people that uh, that grew off of Social Security at a younger age. I had one in my my wife's family, and I have no problem with that. But then, you know, they always talk, well, Social Security's going broke. I started taking it at sixty-two because I had that feeling that it might go broke. <laughs> and what's I'm your what's your still going? <laughs> what's your experience been with Social Security? Um, well, I'm I'm collecting. You know, that's about it. 
it, it, I wish it was more. Right. I could have got more if I'd have waited until I was older. But I know a couple cases of people, friends that I know. Oh, I'm going to wait till I'm 65, and, and they died when they uh, before they became 65. So, so you wanted to make sure you were in, anything. You wanted to enjoy retirement and get some of the money back. Might as well get some of it because none of us know how long we're going to last. That's right. That's right. right? Hey, Bob, <laughs> I appreciate the call. I appreciate that insight. Uh, opens up a line for you at 803-0930. Very popular segment in uh, Niagara County. We go from Bob in Niagara County to Fred in Niagara Falls. Hey, Fred. Hey, how you doing? Doing well, Fred. What uh, What do you think of Social Security? Well, I just want to throw this out. There's a lot of rich people who long ago got all their money on a social security and they're still collecting people like warren buffett social security is a need-based program and warren buffett sure as heck doesn't need social security anymore so cut all those people off you'll have plenty of money you think there should be a certain income line or money made line that if you're over it you know social security not is not for you um, you you mean once they're on Social Security? Yeah. So no, if if you have if you have hit sixty five and you made a certain amount of money, you know that okay. put you in a certain tax bracket. You know maybe Social Security not necessary for you, and you're doing you know everyone else a favor by leaving the money you put in for those who need it more. Well, that's an option that uh, could be explored. I mean, uh, it's up to the person, them, uh, you know, themselves, you know, if, if they want to do that. But I, I'm speaking about the people who have, you know, they've gotten all their money out and they've been retired for 20 years. They've got, right. they're making two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000 a year. They don't need Social Security anymore. Cut them off. All right. Hey, Fred, appreciate the call. Fred opens the line for you. As I said, it's a very popular uh, topic in uh, Niagara County, this segment, because we go from Niagara County to Niagara Falls to Lockport, where Bob is. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. What do you think of Social Security? I think it's a scam. It's a Ponzi scam. It has been since it was established in the 30s under Roosevelt. Explain. They They instituted it for purposes of stealing from it when to fund their wars, their uh, special interests. It was that set up that way to begin with. So, so you're saying it was never really self-funding because it has always been taken for other things? Oh, for sure, 100%. And uh-huh. they, the Democrats that came up with it knew that when they signed it, and we've all just been falling for it all these years. So what do you, what do you think the appropriate way... To go forward is scrapping it, uh, gradually getting rid of it, restructuring it. I remember, maybe you remember back when uh, President Bush put a uh, a bill on the on the floor to be voted on to eliminate Social Security to make it where it would be um, like a four hundred one k based, where you put in so much and the government would and um, they would match it, but it's your money you putting in and you're going to receive it when you retire 100% of what you put in. And the Democrats voted it down. You know, uh, Bob, that sounds somewhat familiar. I'm going to look that up and follow up with that after the news. I appreciate the call. Um, I believe it was in 2005. Uh, We'll look into that. I don't want to say something that turns out to be wrong because then, uh, you know, 
all the uh, the people on Twitter will call me out for being wrong. So, Bob, we're going to hold on to that, and we will address that after the news, because I have found that if I go on the air and say something that then turns out to not be 100% accurate, I have a lot of messages waiting for me in my at, mission, my at mentions on Twitter. Uh, let's go to Amherst and speak with Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well, Mike. What do you got for us? Good. Well, first of all, um, the, the current, I just Googled it. The current maximum benefit under Social Security retirement is 3345 It used to be 27 probably eight, nine years ago. But, of course, you know, everything has been driving it up, especially the newer numbers. Um, the other issue is what you have to consider here. You're talking about Social Security primarily as far as retirement. There's also Social Security disability. There's Social Security benefits for widows and orphans. Um, and and uh, primarily disability uh, is a lot of money going out of Social Security for that. So all of those programs were added by the politicians. It wasn't part of the original program. The original program was set for retirement. And the retirement age, what, back when Roosevelt did this, the, re, the, the life expectancy of a male in, in America was 65. Today, if you're 65 years of age and you're in good health, really not doctoring for anything serious, you've never had a heart attack, cancer, nothing like that, your life expectancy is 84. So what they, what they need to do, and someone just brought up the idea, first of all, Social Security checks, there's been comments by wealthy people, I'd love to give the money back, but the government won't take it back. So to, to, there are certain levels, and they, they could come up with it any time. If you remember, the Democrats constantly talk about taxing the rich right up until the presidential election is over. You've never heard anything again about taxing the rich. So this would be a good way to recoup some of the money from the wealthy who absolutely do not need that $3,300. They put money into it, sure, and they probably put a lot in, but come on. So so that's a good idea. But Social Security is, is just a can that keeps getting kicked down the road by Congress because they're really not going to win an election by changing Social Security. It's very likely, unlikely that they'll do that. They do win an election by uh, forgiving college, college loans, uh, building parks and recreations, and, and uh, whatever else that they, that they think that the, the, the public wants to hear, not general economics. And part of Social Security is probably at the top of the apex as far as economics that the government really does need to fix. They won't. And uh, and I can tell you, I'm 73 years old, so I'm a baby boomer, born in 49. I always, you know, there were years when my generation said we probably won't get Social Security. So you're saying it, but that's highly unlikely. Social Security cannot go away. It cannot go away. There are a lot of uh, widows out there um, that the only thing they get is a Social Security check. My 90, uh, almost 94-year-old mother-in-law, that's all she gets is a Social Security check. And you can imagine having to pay her rent out of that check right now is a challenge. For sure. Hey, Mike, really, really appreciate that insight. Thank you so much for calling today. Okay. Have fun. Mike in Amherst opens the line for you, 803-0930. Star 930 and the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text boards open at 803-0930. When we come back, we'll talk with you. We will tell, uh, read some of your texts. And, yes, I will follow up with Bob on the 
uh, on what President Bush's plan was back in 2005. So we will have all of that. I promise to give you what I find during this break and bring it to you. Hope you're enjoying the show. And if you're not, you text in what I can do better. 803-0930. We're back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bright light city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare. So Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. So... Every time I hear this song, which I hear it a lot, it's I love Elvis and Vegas is one of my favorite places. I accidentally sing Viva Viagra from the Viagra commercials in the 2000s. Those commercials, and you know, that's, I mean, some of us when those commercials first aired didn't know what they were singing about, okay? And you know, you hear this, it's that commercial is what, 14, 15 years old? No, it's got to be older than that. How old am I? 30, it's got to be 20 years old? Eight. I mean, I remember them. How old are you? 23. I think they were around for a while, though. I think those commercials first came out when I was like... I mean, I, I remember seeing them in like when, like my early memories of like hockey games. Yeah, yeah. It would be these guys dancing around uh, on instruments uh, on a pool table. And then there's a guy like driving like a baby blue Cadillac. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Viva Vi... But... The commercial's what, 15 to 20 years old, we'll say, okay? And, and they played them for a while. And I will find myself, that song came on when I was at the gym today. And I found myself in my head singing Viva Viagra instead of Viva Las Vegas. So, I, I, every time I hear it, uh, that's why I said we had to play it, because I had to make that point. I was, I, I was in an Elvis mood at the gym. Viva Las Vegas came on, and I found myself singing Viva Viagra. Anyway... Talking about Viagra, talking about Social Security. <laughs> you know, 
retirement, Social Security, Viagra, all, all into one topic here. Uh, <laughs> as checks are going up for those collecting reti- uh, Social Security, the question is there, will Social Security still be around um, 30, 40 years from now? And do you have any plans? Tell me your thoughts on Social Security how to make it sustainable, or how to gradually get rid of it. Um, Obviously not for people who are collecting or people who have paid into it their entire careers. Um, There has to be some kind of uh, of drop-off point, uh, which President Bush proposed in 05. We will get to that. But Brian and Chitawaga has held on through the news and through us talking about Viagra. So I think Brian, uh, we'll go to him first, then we'll read about uh, President Bush. Brian, thanks for hanging on. Thanks. Yeah, there, there are a couple other callers who are talking about Warren Buffett and some of the richest people. Right now, there's a taxable maximum on Social Security of around 147000 That grows every year. Why not just eliminate the cap on Social Security? You can generate more revenue for the program and keep it alive for a little bit longer. We're talking about taxing some of the richest people. Right now, the system is set up to prevent that. All you got to do is pass legislation to end that. No more cap on Social Security. Tax all income. And that would put more money into the pot. And then you would also probably think that the people making the most wouldn't have to take from that from that uh, from that system. Right. And you can have the maximum amount that folks can pull out. Right. But you, you don't set the maximum one hundred forty seven thousand. And, you know, that's that's a good way to generate revenue for the program. Social Security is one of the most it's the most successful anti-poverty program in human history. And privatizing the thing would be absolutely crazy. Now, why do you say that? Uh, have you seen the market gyrations? I mean, you see the market go up 20% one year, uh, assets drop 25 30% another year. I think, you know, you look at the 401K, that was intentionally, uh, originally intended to be a supplement to retirement systems. Okay. Now it's become the primary means, and you've got people standing in the labor force because of massive shifts in their 401ks. they got to work another 10 years because of a market crash. You get market crashes every 5 to 10 years in our system. All right. Hey, Brian, uh, that's insight that I think everyone needs to know, and I, I like the idea. Take Get rid of the cap. Um, that seems to be one of the uh, most popular um, suggestions. Brian and Chitawaga, appreciate the call. Opens the line for you at 803-0930. Now, Brian said, uh, you know, uh, said that you know privatizing Social Security would be the wrong move. Well, that was what President George Bush tried to do in 05. Uh, he had the outline for Social Security, which would include partial privatization of the system, uh, personal Social Security accounts, and the option to permit Americans to divert a portion of their Social Security tax into secured investments. Now, Brian does bring up a point. Um, 401ks. You know, you look at the market, it's up a few points one day, it's down a thousand points the next day. Uh, you know, <laughs> when I go on the uh, Virginia Tech trips with my dad, well, my dad's looking at those markets. You know, he's, he's looking at the numbers to see where they are. A lot of people, I think, are, are, I think you have people out there who probably didn't check markets for a decade. And now they find that you find yourself every day looking at that because, yeah, all right, the, my retirement is on these numbers. You know, and Brian brings up a good point. Do, do you have to, if it doesn't recover, if the markets don't recover, does that add years to you having to work? But again, I, I do think there is something to 
saving your own, putting your own retirement away. You know, obviously, uh, the Bush plan didn't work, and it got more and more unpopular as he continued to uh, to tout it. But is there something there? Is there something? Is there something about privatizing Social Security, privatizing retirement? You know, I think everyone that's listening to me, I would say a majority of people listening to me, feed into their 401ks, right? They have a retirement savings. They have a number they want in that retirement savings when they finally decide to retire. What if you weren't taxed for Social Security anymore and you were able to do with that money as you please? Put it into a retirement fund or, hey, maybe you don't think you'll ever retire and you have a little extra money. I don't, I'm not saying that's the right answer. I'm just throwing ideas out there. And that's what I'm asking from you at 803-0930. And yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of, hey, do with your money as you please. You want to put it into a 401k? You want to put it into a retirement fund? Go ahead. Brian makes a good point. The ups and downs of the market. Are you willing to add a few years to your retirement if you have to? And has anyone experienced that with the way the markets have been? Has anyone looked at the markets and say, I might have to work a few extra years? Has that happened to anyone in this audience? Let us know. 803-0930. August is in Amherst. August, thanks for calling in. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I have uh, 93 years old. And I have a lot of opinions on this, and I'll reduce the number of ideas I have. Number one, this started back in the 60s. Someone, I don't know if someone mentioned this, but uh, I just tuned in on it about 15 minutes ago. So if I'm repeating, you can just tell me, and I can stop at that point and talk about something else. But anyhow, it was done by Lyndon B. Johnson back in the 60s while he was president. And uh, the thing is, all the money that we put into the system, the Social Security system, we had paid tax on those dollars. It was, there was no Roth IRAs in those days. It was strictly IRAs. So we paid tax on them. Now, at that point in my life here, somewhere along the line over the last 20 years, they started to take taxes out of the money that you took from Social Security. So now that's called a double tax. So if you think for one minute that they're going to cut back and make a new system to uh, accommodate those people like myself, 93, I don't work. I don't, there's no chance of me working anywhere at this point in time. And I'm like your father, I look after the social stock market constantly because I do have an IRA, but it's diminishing. Our problem, people like myself worry about, am I going to outlive the IRA that I have or any other income that I have? I don't have any other income, period. So there's many people who have small businesses, who depend on the Social Security. And the money they're giving us now next year as a bonus, those are the, making up for the years that they didn't give us the in, increase they were supposed to. So the responsibility for all this mess that we're into is definitely on the heads of Congress and the Senate, period. There's nobody else responsible for it except Johnson, who started it. But both parties are responsible for where we're at with this thing. And they don't try to help us at all. That's about what I have. If you have any questions, I'll be glad to listen. August, I, I, so you're 93. When did you uh, when did you retire? I retired in 1917, uh, uh, rather. 27. Now, oh, so so you worked for uh, you worked for a while. Uh, do you regret uh, retiring in 2017? Do you wish you retired earlier? Well, that's another story. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I could have re- retired earlier, 
except that the state of New York chased all my customers out of the country, out of the state, because of the tax structure. As you know, many of the industries that we had across the whole state is no longer effective here. All big ones, large corporations. So I was in a position where I just had to get out of it because it was no, there was no more customers to sell, call on. Well, I'll tell you, August, 93 years old, and just a wealth of information. I really appreciate the call, and I hope you call in again. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Take thank care. August in Amherst. And, you know, I, I, I've heard that. I've, I've heard that before. People who are on, uh, who are retired, and, you know, they have their Social Security. They also have, uh, you know, money that they put in. Uh, their retirement fund that they that they funded um, on top of Social Security, which they also funded, and you know you, you hit a, a, a certain age and you think, is how much longer is this money going to be here? Uh, and you know that's a concern, in my opinion, a concern that someone who worked their entire life they should never have the concern that is the money still going to be here? I, I don't care if it's you know uh, they should never have that concern. And, you know, a, a reason of that is that's why you pick a certain number uh, that you want to have in your fund when you retire. And I wonder if people are noticing that number um, going up. Are you noticing it's going to take you longer to get to that number than you originally thought? And, you know, to the point of August and uh, caller before and Brian, um, looking at your 401k, looking at the markets. Has the fluctuation in the markets added? Let's not say that. Let's not say it that way. Has it made you feel that you will have to work longer because of the fluctuation in the markets? I think that's a better way to ask that. Eight hundred three zero nine thirty star nine thirty is the number to get on. It is Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio nine thirty WBEM talking about Social Security and you know. I, you know, I, 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 I brought this topic up because I saw so much on, you know, I always say this. You have to look at, when you look at news nowadays, it's sad, but in 2022, when you look at news, you have to look at, you know, Fox News and compare that to CNN and compare that to uh, Wall Street Journal and compare that to Bloomberg. You have to look at news that have biases on both ends of the political spectrum. And... I mean, all of them have something on Social Security. Not only that checks are going to go up next year, uh, but also the sustainability of Social Security. And I, you know, I I saw that and thought, well, we should bring that up to the listeners and and to those that either have experience with Social Security or have been paying into it as they work and what they think. And let me tell you, uh, we have had what I think two very informative hours of radio, and I thank you, the audience. I have nothing to do with that. I thank you, the audience, for that. So let's get back to the calls. 803-0930. Tim is in Orchard Park. Tim, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Beamer. Tim, what do you think of uh, the current Social Security? Well, I'm on Social Security, so I am happy that it's going up with a little cost of living increase. But... What people have to look out for is they keep dangling the carrot further and further for different ages for full retirement. And you have to look at how long it would take to make up that money that you did not collect, say, between the ages 62 and 67. Um, At my job, we had a lot of, I'll 
finger quote mathematicians and they would say it could take up to five years of collecting if you held off and did not retire at 62 to make up the money that you didn't get between 62 and 65 or whatever. Hmm. So you retired at 62? No, no, I, I, I had disability retirement. Okay. So you, when did you start collecting the actual Social Security? Um, 2013. Okay. And now, did you have a 401k to go with that? Uh, no, civil service retirement. Okay. Um, and now that cost of living increase that you are getting, uh, does that kind of, compare that to three or four years ago, does that kind of just even out what you've seen with inflation? Um, I don't want to say even out. Makes up a little, maybe would be better words. Okay, but it was definitely necessary. Oh, yes. I mean, everything went up but pay. Yeah. You know, you, you still have to heat the house. You still have to, you know, put gas in the car and, you know. For sure, for sure. Uh, I, 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 hey, like, like you said, Tim, I'm glad it's there. I'm glad it's there for everyone. But, I mean, at 34 years old, with all the questions, you know what I mean? I, I, uh, I don't know if, if my retirement age will be 75 or 80. It'll probably be 80 by that time, well, and hopefully there's something there for you. Yeah, well, Tim, I hope so, but I'm glad there's something there for you, and I'm glad that you called in. Tim in Orchard Park opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. I also want to ask this, and Tim brought this up, and I'm glad he did. The cost of living that you are seeing now with Social Security. What about at your job? Did you get a cost of living increase in the last 18 months, in the last two years? Did you get a cost of living increase? Is that something that you continue to get? Did you get anything in in the um, reaction of inflation, a credit check, a gas check, the opportunity to stay home a few days a week to, to save on gas? We're seeing this with Social Security now, right? The cost of living increase. What about for those of you that are still working? Have you gotten any kind of wage increase because of the economy. 803-0930, star 930. We'll throw that question in when we get back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.